Hey there, Fellowship family. Welcome to your one-stop shop for all things church life. My name is Mark Francis, and I am once again your host for today. It has been fun and exciting to dig into where God was in 2020, and today's podcast episode is no different. And I'm excited because it's going to be unpacking a ministry that is sometimes behind the scenes, even more than the other ones we've been talking about this past year. And I'm going to find out about this ministry as you guys are. And it's going to be exciting to be able to see where God was in 2020. I have some ladies in here that are, you're going to love to, to get to know. Um, over here to my right, your left, Lois Madison. How are you? Yay. Good today. Thanks. Good to see you. Thank you. And, and as always, just relax. This is just a normal conversation as we get a chance to dig into your life. We're going to put you on the spotlight. No, not at all. <laughs> and over here to my left, your right, watching at home, Sarah Wagner. Ta-da! How are you? Very good. Thanks. Awesome. Well, I want to get to know you ladies first, and then we'll dive into the ministry that you guys are here to share where you have been leaders. But Lois, I'll start with you. Give me a little bit history of where you've been in your walk with God, but also just how you've got a chance to get plugged in here to FBC. Okay. Well, as far as my walk with God, I grew up in a Christian home, mm -hmm. um, but not of the same um, faith that I have now. And so I was probably in my early 30s when I actually learned what it was to have a walk with Jesus. So I always was a believer, but it took me that long to kind of figure that part out. So mm -hmm. that was a good, a very a great point in my life. And um, I got married very young, um, had two children, Eight years later, um, was married for 26 years, and then in 2002, I moved to Winchester. Uh, I came here to work uh, with my brother in his business, and I was uh, newly single, uh, came for a new job and a new area, and I was an empty nester all at once. So I had- That's a lot. Okay. I had a big adjustment. <laughs> newly single, new area, empty nester- a new well, job. We're going to need to learn more about that. So put a pause <laughs> on that and we'll come back to that story. Sarah, give me a little bit about your perspective of, again, your walk with God and, and how you came to FBC. Well, it's not that exciting. Okay. Um, I became a believer when I was eight years old. Um, did life when I was in my early 20s is when I realized I'd really put God on a shelf and um, just rededicated my life is what I guess I'd say. And... Um, that kind of just one of my passions at that point was, Lord, you know, at what point I walked away from you. And it was because of lack of fellowship, mm. to be frankly honest with you. And mm. I said, please put in my heart a passion to be with your people. And he did, mm. like, unbelievably so. I love church. Mm. <laughs> I love church in pretty much any capacity, um, as long as it's a Bible-believing one. So, um, let's see. After I lived out of the country um, for a couple of years in my early 20s and moved to D.C. to get that beautiful, wonderful, exciting international job, um, instead ended up working for the federal government for 17 years. Um, in that window of time, met my then husband and had three kids, lived in Falls Church. Um, when our oldest of our three kids was just hitting kindergarten, had kind of like a, I should say, my then husband was having kind of some midlife crisis, I guess I'll call it, and just felt very strongly that our roles needed to switch. He was a stay-at-home dad, one of mm. the early pioneers of that movement. <laughs> um, and I worked full-time, and I just felt very, very strongly about changing roles. And so we did that. 
And then um, living in Northern Virginia was not going to work for the budget anymore. Yeah. So that's when we eventually moved to Winchester. Um, so we've been I've been here 20 years, moved here in, um, I guess it was November of 2001. And um, that was before this building. Yes, it was actually in that we're sitting. Yeah, in. yeah. It was so the, the smaller, what's now nursery admin wing, right? And and we learned but about only, that even last year, the 40th anniversary, and saw the the growth process of the awesome. church. I loved being, you know, one big huge group and everybody praising the Lord together. It was great. Yep. And but, and here we are in. 20 years later, yeah, you are here sitting with us right now. That's and we're right. going to unpack that. And so I'm going to bounce some questions back and forth to each of you ladies. First of all, I love chatting with you guys. And we've had ladies on the podcast before. And I think each one of you have a unique story to tell. And I want to hear your story. And I want to hear where God was in 2020, specifically with your all's ministry. But Lois, I, I said put a pause on your story. You kind of just glazed over some details. <laughs> yeah. I want to get to know some more of those details as you see fit um, of kind of where you and your family were and what's led you to this point in time here in, in your ministry. So I moved here in November of 2002. So just maybe a year after okay. you, Sarah. And um, uh, my son had was out of high school for a year and my daughter had graduated from high school and she was in college. And so it was a great time for me to make a change in my life being um, single, maybe like a year and a half at that point. And so um, that's when I, the Lord led me really truly to, to move to Winchester. So I moved into a neighborhood in Stevens City and I, I didn't know anybody except for my brother and his family. That's the only people I knew in Winchester. And there I was in this big neighborhood by myself, didn't know anybody. And I would look around and see all these families and everything. And I'm like, I'm lonesome and mm. I need to figure this out. So mm. I knew I had been in a, a very small church for 26 years during my whole marriage. And um, so him and I was very active there. So I... Um, Somehow I started going to churches and I thought I needed a small church. And so like I had been in, so I started going visiting these small churches and small churches. And um, then I thought, well, I just it just it just didn't seem like the right fit. I was trying little groups and things. And um, so I was going to um, I had seen Fellowship Bible Church. And so I was going to try it, but I ended up at another church. I don't know. I didn't understand 37. I didn't uh, understand oh. 37. <laughs> and so I was Nobody going does. the wrong way. And um, so I ended up in another church, and I was there about 15 minutes, and I thought, I have, I've got to get out of here. So <laughs> anyway, um, I did did end up coming to Fellowship Bible Church, and I figured out how to um, plug into a women's Bible study hmm. of uh, single ladies. Hmm. And that's where I started making friends. And so that that made me feel connected. Until then, I would just come and sit and leave, come and sit and yeah. leave. Um, There's truly a fellowship component in the church fellowship, Bible church. Mm -hmm. That's good to hear. That's good to know that, yep. that there is the relationships mm -hmm. and, and the growth that can happen from just finding people. And I know, Sarah, that's what you were mentioning before, too. Yeah. Walk us through some more of those details. You you mentioned husband, you mentioned kids. Where, where does that fit in your ministry now? And kind of... Let, I want to hear more about like what happened last year in the ministry that you guys are part of, which I'm getting to. So walk me through kind of the rest of your story. Well, when we moved to Winchester, my kids were five, four, and three years old. And we had we had moved from a very large church in Springfield. So um, coming to a big church was kind of a 
that's just what you do. But what really took me here was the fact that I went online. My kids were in Awanas. Mm. And at that time, Fellowship um, did host Awanas. So when I realized that um, that was offered here, and we just live like two miles from here, yeah. it was like the perfect place. And obviously, once you visit, there was that real sense of joy and community there. Again, because we were actually meeting in a small uh, location. So we got real plugged in right away to Awanas and um, enjoyed that for a time. But then throughout the years, um, then kind of took a break and went to a different church for about seven years, but um, came back and really, really enjoyed um, just the women's ministry. Actually, that was my very first thing that I came to after then a search is hmm. I knew as a brand new stay-at-home mom with three little kids that I really needed to be with women. So um, I remember calling the church and just asking, um, so what sort of like women's ministry things do you have? And um, <laughs> was told about women in the word. And mm -hmm. so I came to that and it was wonderful to have the childcare. And I remember um, I had actually spoken to Andy, who was the leader at the time, before we arrived, just to get a handle on kind of what you do, why you do it, how you do it sort of thing. Because, you know, you weren't really sure about the doctrine. People put stuff in writing, but do they really live it? <laughs> yeah. And that was yeah. important to me. So, um, it, I, I, wow, that I loved Women in the Word in so mm -hmm. many ways. That's really where I made a lot of connections with other women that were kind of in the same shoes. Which we were able to connect with the the active leaders of Women in the Word just a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. So find that episode yeah. and you'll yeah. hear more about that ministry that's going on yeah. here at it's the awesome church. Ministry. It's great. And, and I'm, I'm seeing a common thread here of relationships, discipleship, spiritual growth happening by rubbing shoulders with one-on-one, one-on-two -on -one, one -on yeah. ladies, you know, being able to spur each other on. Mm -hmm. So Lois, walk us through the ministry that we're here to represent. And I'll, I'll set it up a little bit because... I believe that it's, it's out of sight, out of mind. It's almost a taboo word sometimes to get into, but it's divorce care. Mm -hmm. And obviously, divorce is something that the Bible is not going to promote and advocate. And Fellowship Bible Church has a similar stance. You know, we're biblically teaching, biblically sound church. However, there is still a component of love and grace and just encouragement and support that needs to happen around people who are getting divorced, who have been divorced and are really struggling and wrestling with it. Walk us through what happened last year and how we got plugged into this ministry, because it's right from what I think it's going to be really cool. So tell me, some, tell me the story. Well, um, from my standpoint, it, it happened more than just last year. We have to go back a couple of years, but um, someone made it known to us about divorce care and it's a ministry and it's a um been out there for lots of years and it's it's non-denominational and but it's very biblically based so it's an actual ministry called divorce right. care yeah, it's Div a national yeah so go online and you, yeah. if you type in divorce care that mm -hmm. specific website will pop up yeah and you don't yeah. have to i mean really there's groups that meet all over the country mm -hmm. yeah I'll, yeah i think it even even the international world. Yeah. yeah so it was a, a program and so um it was somehow brought to my attention or some of our attentions. I don't really remember that part, but I do remember this was it. So we, we, um, I don't know how we kind of connected on it, but there were four of us to start out with. And um, Carrie Ryder is still with us and she's the other part of our team. Um, and so we were excited about it. And just thinking, like you said, that, you know, divorce is not something that you promote and it's, for a lot of people, it's not something you ever thought would happen in your life, but it, it, it's there. And there's people sitting in, in our 
seats every week that are in this situation and maybe wasn't at all what they ever anticipated mm-hmm. for their life. So um, it, it was on my heart, and I'm sure Sarah's and Carrie's too. So um, we we reached out to Don Den Hartog because we thought maybe it would be like a community group. We didn't know. Mm-hmm. And then we... Um, and then that kind of came back around. He was very responsive to us. And maybe that's not what it, where it fit. And so we were kind of figuring it out. Well, one Sunday, it was so weird. I was at, in worship service. And after worship, I just felt this impression to walk up to John Avery. And I said to him, yeah, I said, you know, I've been really praying about something. Do you have a minute? And he's like, well, sure. You know, and I didn't really know John very well. Knew him. He knew me a little bit. And um I, I was telling him, I said, you know, I got a couple friends and we're looking at this divorce care ministry and it's something that we would love to do here at FBC. And he said, well, you know, I went to a conference and I heard about this ministry and we've been praying that someone would <laughs> step forth and <laughs> start this ministry. So we we're like, ta-da! And John Avery, for those of you watching and listening, he's the pastor of Family Life mm-hmm. and he's been there for a couple of years and has really been supporting mm-hmm. families from that standpoint. And so the conference, I'm sure, mm-hmm. highlighted that this is a component of family ministry at church. Mm-hmm. So you filled that role and well, you're your side well, of the God, story. What she well, didn't yes. tell you is that the year prior to that, maybe not a full year, four of us, mm-hmm. Lois and I, Carrie and Laura Mead, agreed to just like, well, let's just do this mm-hmm. and see what it is. So we bought the material, Lois bought the materials and we just did it on our own because we didn't want to bring it to the church and ask for their willingness to participate if we didn't even like it. (laughs) And we took a long time to do it, much longer than we needed to because we really got into it and massaged it and like, what's this really about? And so we had already gone through a session of it, meaning 13 weeks of it. And then Lois had that conversation. Yeah. Wow. And uh, that was was, so cool. It was very interesting because we were all in different walks of our life at that time, Mm -hmm. you know, and um, Sarah and Laura were a little more fresh in their walk through this process. Very fresh. And (laughs) Carrie and I were some years on the other side of it. So it was very interesting and um, really stuck out to us how we were all pricked by a lot of things in Mm -hmm. that in that thing of maybe unresolved things that we had in our lives that we needed to deal with. You know? mm. So we took a long time. So we we practiced leading. We practiced doing the yeah. uh, the daily things. And, and it was it was good for us to do that. So you guys went through 13 weeks mm-hmm. on your own mm-hmm. and then together. On together. Our own. Mm-hmm. Is it then when you went to John Avery? I think so. It was. I it was absolutely. Because so. then yeah. we're like, because What's we next? thought, well, we could actually have a conversation mm-hmm. with Don, who's we thought mm-hmm. about. Yeah, I this, think that's, these are our interpretations mm-hmm. of this and this and this. You know, we were going to yeah. lay it all out. Yeah. We didn't need to do that much work, but it was nice. And I think we were like wondering, like, now what do we do? You know, we didn't really know. So when John was, um, well, Don was very nice about it. When John was very responsive about it, it really did, um, it really touched us to have the willingness to consider this ministry at FBC because mm-hmm. we know the big D word and it's, um, you know, it's, it's hard. It's hard for us as single women who have been divorced. Yeah. Um, you know, you just kind of feel like sometimes you're single out or, or, and all. And we knew that, you know, there were people, women and men. So there is a men's group as well that John does. And, um, 
that needed this ministry. So when I, 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 I think it had to just be the Holy Spirit that just got me out of that chair and I walked yeah. over to John. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. Crazy. So from there we met with John and then we started getting, and then the elder uh, board uh, was presented to them and they were very encouraging. And John Van Drunen was very encouraging. And from there we just got ready to start. Hmm. That's kind of how it came about. So the first time that we did sessions here at FBC was when? When did that? Um, wasn't well, it, it was September of, was it 19? 19. 19. Okay. 19. Yeah. 19. Yeah. September of yeah, 19. 19. So. And we did a whole 13-week mm-hmm. session mm-hmm. without COVID. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we did it and it ended kind of like in December. And then we started up again in, in January of 2020. Yep. And so we've we've completed two complete sessions, Neat. Um, yeah. a thirteen week sessions. So um, yeah, and that first session, what was exciting about that that the other groups that are in Winchester is there, there's a children's program hmm. that goes hand in glove with it. So literally, folks can maybe drop their kids off while they themselves are getting you know the encouragement of the divorce care group, but their children are also learning cool. different elements of it. And yeah. it's such a great program. And Neat. so we were able to offer that the very first session, the very first group. Wow. And well, we I want to hear had three children. Yeah, so. I mean, I want to hear some of the stories of the impact that's had. But walk us through, you know. In a nutshell, Cliff Notes version, what is the 13 weeks teaching? Like, what are you guys really gleaning when you go through that, that well, program? We've got a whole list. We Sarah. do. <laughs> yeah. If you don't mind, I'm going to read. I actually think the best speaker I actually went through. So it is a three, uh, 13 week video based series. And um, the, here's the 13 titles. Uh, titles. Yeah. Column. Mm-hmm. The very first one is Deep Hurt, Road to Recovery, and then Anger. Grief and depression, loneliness, fears and anxiety, family and friends, finances and legal, conflict, forgiveness, former spouse, single, single living, and brighter days. Hmm. And I personally, I personally think they speak yeah. loudly on them. They stand alone sort of thing. But I love the fact that it it doesn't shy away from stuff and it doesn't, you know, oh, know. it'll get better if you just pray a little harder, you know, you know. It's authentic is real. very real. Mm-hmm. So yeah. how does, so those are the video lessons that you watch mm-hmm. and listen to. Where does the interaction, where does the relationship building occur and how, what does that look like? Well, um, so each lesson stands alone. And so the, the participants get a workbook. And so when they, when we had class, when we met in person, we would come and um, they had uh, during the week, like five little like devotional things to do on their own, but they're very thought provoking and you can get as light or as deep as you want. But I, one thing I like about the program is the scriptures are right in the book and you could very much have people who don't even know the Lord come because it's offered to the community. So when people go on the divorce care site, it comes up Fellowship Bible Church, but anybody can register. And so um, they would do their like little on their own. And then we would talk about that. And then um, after that, we would watch a DVD, Mm -hmm. which would be on one of these topics. And then after that, we had some great discussion on that topic. And I mean, it, it went... It went really deep into the hearts Mm. of the women. And, um, you know, sometimes it gets really emotional because Mm. people are hurting, suffering. You know, these the women in our group, our first group in our first year, um, most everybody in there was like already divorced. And um, 
but it's amazing how it still spoke to you. You can come back around this and find, like I said earlier, that you have some unresolved mm-hmm. issues, maybe resentments. Mm-hmm. And if you notice when Sarah read the list, forgiveness was kind of late in the weeks. Right. It wasn't the first yeah. week because when yeah. somebody comes in, the first thing they don't want to hear is, well, you need to forgive. You're not ready you know, for that. Yeah, you're not ready. Yeah. Some people aren't ready through the end of it. And, you know, I found that the ladies were very, very real with their feelings and emotions. I, I think they felt a very safe place and it's you know held very confidential mm. but um and so then we would go through the dvd and and talk and then um that would kind of be the end of the i'm going to touch on a couple of things and first i'll just highlight that you are the ladies group and you're representing one half of the side mm-hmm. and there is a men's side mm-hmm. who meet separately mm-hmm. and go through the same materials mm-hmm. with male, male leaders john avery's working with guys about that for this coming new session but I just want to emphasize that. So this is reaching out, not just to women, but yes, also men. Right. And this is a two-way street. Mm-hmm. And there's both sides of either side of a divorce is going to need mm-hmm. well, these moments you to, should maybe to lean even on that. understand as well that it's actually meant, um, it's written to be a co-ed interaction. Okay. Fellowship Bible Church has chosen to to have the separate groups just because of that's the way we do things. Um, so in, if in another community, someone mm. might only have the option mm-hmm. of doing, um, in, you know, a co-ed, which is, is kind of neat. I, I, and so I say that because when you watch these videos, you're going to see a man speaking about Good. his experiences. Good. And on those videos, you're going to see professionals in counseling. Mm-hmm. We, as the leaders of this little group, are not counselors. <laughs> we make that really clear. Yeah. We happen to have just be a step or two ahead of you, <laughs> maybe. Um, and we're just here to bring you together, to mm. have a safe place to be. But I, I just thought that was kind of interesting. It's really, mm-hmm. it's as someone who might have an issue or a frustration with someone of the opposite sex. It's really powerful to see, in my case, you know, it's powerful for me to watch a man who's clearly hurting mm-hmm. and expressing a variety of emotions. Cause it, I, I don't know, it, it, it just humanizes the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And, and I would say it was, it's probably the same thing. And the thing sessions are helpful for that, you know, yeah, and, the, and yeah. so you can, you can dig into that for male it's not and at all. Women. It's, we don't, we really don't do any of the bashing of mm-hmm. anybody. Yeah. It's, it's, that's not what it's about. The focus is very much, where is God in this? You know, it's not something that you dreamed about doing, you know, when you, you know, were 25 years into your marriage. Yeah. I mean, there's so much that happens that brings person to that place. So well, this is this is real for me. I just had an interaction with uh, a friend even last week going through divorce and the rawness and the realness that goes in with mm-hmm. with this man in the moments. It, it's uh, it, it's unexplainable and, 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 and the depth of potential for depression and other things that can happen. What have you seen with this program? And again, it's not about the program. It's about God and his word speaking into the hearts of these people who are opening up to receive it. But what did you see? It can be last year or in either of these sessions, kind of what are some moments where you saw God really show up in the hearts of women that you were leading? Well, the first year, our group, I touched on this a minute ago, most of the group was 
divorced and kind of a little bit down the path, maybe a year, some not too soon, but, um, and a few were separated. But we did have um, one really wonderful uh, thing. We had a, a lady in our group who they were separated and it was, she did not want it at all. And um, we just prayed and prayed and she went through and she cried and we cried and she just, you know, she just was really wanting restoration in her marriage. Mm. And actually, it happened, and they have reconciled and mm. are together, and um, and it wasn't just because of divorce care. I, you know, it was all God, but yeah. they they um, had she had been going to Christian counseling, and um, then they ended up going together and stuff. So that that was probably what I would say like a big <laughs> successful story. You know, that's yeah. what you would love to see every time, but yeah. it, it doesn't really happen. Um, but just. Just um, some of the women that maybe um, one of the lessons I know it talks about, you know, living, single living, and it really puts out there to not just jump right back into relationships and that mm, kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And we, we try to express that in good ways. And she she had and she decided to uh end that relationship mm. at that point. She Neat. said, I just have decided I'm not going to do that. So to have a biblical perspective mm -hmm. of how to live now. Mm -hmm. So I think that um, the first year now, this past session that we had September through March, um, we had a lot of ladies that were just, it was so fresh mm. and they were so raw and it was really hard. And, um, they hung in and and the thing the thing about the program too people can come in at any time because the lessons like sarah said do stand alone so mm -hmm. we had we had after the first session we had one lady i think that came in the last two lessons of the thing and then signed up again and now she's going to come back again good you know good. um but she was very very new to this separation and things so hmm. um you know, it's just just seeing them trusting the Lord and maybe getting a little encouragement that I can survive this. Because when you can sit there and say, well, I, w I can say I was married for 26 years and now I've been single for 20, yeah. you know, and I love my life and have a great life and the Lord's blessed me and been good to me, you know. So it's good for them to see mm. that you can be satisfied in your life without you know, just longing for something that may never happen. Yeah, neat. And I think I found it really encouraging when people at different stages in their divorce or separation might still be in a really pretty traumatic state, but yet we're giving, I don't want to say counsel, but encouragement to their peer. I mean, that's that, I mean, yeah. it's such a spirit of, of, of wanting to encourage a person in that, you know what, you're not alone and we actually get it. I think that's what's really hard for someone who's especially new in the divorce stage is you need to talk about it. Yeah. And if you've never been divorced, you just don't get it. Right. It's impossible to really grasp what it really feels like. So to find another handful of folks who who can actually and genuinely prove to you you're not always going to feel like this. It's yeah. not always going to be like this, I think is really gives hope hmm. to folks that, you know, just feel like their life is falling apart maybe. Yeah. But then even like what you said, I, I love that when one of our first groups where um, I, I was brand new divorced, like maybe a, not even a year, actually, I, I was not, yeah, whatever. Um, <laughs> when I met Lois and, um, so she's walked with me through even the 
not even separated, officially separated. Oh, I had a weird languishing separation, I guess. I don't know. Mm -hmm. It's such a weird story. But anyway, um, but I loved it that we would go through these lessons. And here's someone who's been married, I mean, divorced, you know, 25 or 30 years who doesn't even think about their um, ex anymore to walk into the group and say, okay, now I did not like that lesson because that actually you know, there's something that God's doing in there. And Mm. I thought, oh, that's so encouraging (laughs) that, you know, it's not just this thing that gets dealt with and then it puts in a box and now it's gone. It's, you know, it's, it's a process. So Mm. it was really encouraging to see that it was very pertinent to every stage. Yeah. That's relevant. Just elaborate a little bit more, either of you just share what has God shown you personally, either, either through this ministry, through these lessons, or even in this past year of, of leading, just give us a, a taste of how you've been able to grow personally with God through this. Well, for me, um, I was actually shocked um, after being living on my own for like 20 years, how m- many things in this lesson, I was like, oh my, <laughs> you know, mm. oh my, I need to take a look at that, you know. Um, and this wasn't for me personally, but like one of the lessons that really struck me was it was talking about parenting and co-parenting and that kind of thing. And it was talking about when one one parent talks bad about another parent. And this yeah. could be in anybody's relationship, not just a divorce situation. Sure. But when when one parent talks bad about the other parent, how that makes a child feel, because they pointed out that child is a part of mom and a part of dad. And so you're talking bad about them. And I was like, wow, I never had looked at it that way. Mm. And um, but for me, um, I just you know, just realize that, you know, you can't think you've ever arrived, <laughs> you know, right. God just works right. in your heart and teaches you things all the time. So that was one thing for me personally. And just um, for me, I've been really touched at the importance of this ministry and um, how people are so suffering and hurting and how our, our world just needs a, a savior. You know, we just need to draw closer and closer yep. to the Lord. And the more we can do that and trust him, you know, it's, it's what we need in our That's lives. good. It doesn't matter where you are in your walk Uh -uh. of life. That is the key truth. Mm -hmm. You got to cling to Christ Mm -hmm. and and (laughs) through the good, through the bad, he's going to be the constant. Mm -hmm. He's the one to put your trust in. I love that. And you just can't do it by yourself. You know, when you're trying to do it by yourself, you're going to fail. Yep. Yep. Sarah, how about you? What what has God been teaching you? That I'm prone to sin. (laughs) 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 And, you know, I can justify it however I want to, but, um, God is so faithful. I think that's what just blows my socks off Mm. is, at least for me, I was so afraid of so many things as a newly divorced person. And um, God is just unbelievably faithful. Like I'm even thinking of this is related, but I decided after attending church here, what, 20 years, um, that I should be a member because hmm. I never thought, well, what's really the advantage of being there? How is that going to change anything? But I hmm. just had a conviction that you should be a member. And, you know, you do that little interview thing with um, one of the pastors and the elders. And that was the question that Mike Thomas asked me. So why now? Because we've known <laughs> you a long time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I had, this was such a Holy Spirit thing. I literally opened my mouth and said, because I need the coverage, the, 
the banner. (laughs) I need the banner of family. Uh, I I have relied on my spouse to provide that. And um, that's not there anymore. And the coverage of the family of Christ, I really need that Hmm. now. And I think that for me was really, um, that does relate to divorce care in the spirit of that. I just think it's so important to breathe hope into someone else's life because I think you're when you're doing divorce stuff you're ashamed you're mad you're embarrassed everybody looks like they got it together and you know that you don't Hmm. and um it's really a neat opportunity to just let people know that they can just Blah, all over. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and and it, you it's never too late to go to the cross. I love that part of the lessons is that it in such a beautiful just a beautiful way kind of always leans you, points you, guides you into the cross. That's great. Of mm-hmm. of where is God in this? God has not abandoned you. He doesn't give you an extra ticket because you have a happy marriage and he doesn't take tickets away if mm. y- your life isn't. It's all about where are you in your relationship with the Lord? Mm. And I feel like there was some that it's really awesome to be able to work with other women and just kind of hold their hand as they move closer to the cross. That's great. That's great. If you're watching, if you're listening, and this is resonating with you, there are next steps. We've been talking about last year and where God was in 2020 through these sessions, but we have this coming year to look forward to as well. Walk me through the specifics of if somebody is just having an inkling to get plugged in and say, I think I might need to try that. How do they do that? Well, this is the program is for it, people that are separated, divorcing or divorced. So if your marriage is struggling and in some way, you know, it's it's a great place to land. So there's a website, divorcecare.org. And when you go in there, you look for find a group. You put in Winchester, Virginia and Fellowship Bible Church will pop up and it tells you when we're meeting and you click on that date. And you've said that, are we the only location in the area or are there other groups? There's a couple. I, I know there's a couple mm-hmm. a couple in the area that do it okay. at, at churches that do it. And um, and so um, you just kind of can click on the group and then it tells you. So we're going to start back March 3rd. Okay. And we're going to meet, uh, we're meet, meeting all virtually starting Good. out. We didn't even touch on that. We I didn't know. talk about COVID <laughs> at all. We didn't talk about the difference of meeting in person Praise or the virtually. Lord. That's where we just kept trucking right on. Yeah. And, and again, that is God working yeah. through the situation as well of even yeah. last year. So you're meeting virtually through Zoom, I'm assuming? Yes, through Zoom. And um, so... That's what we did when COVID hit. We went to Zoom and then we, that last fall, we were kind of in person some and then we ended up going to Zoom. Mm-hmm. But there's there's definitely been benefits to both. But we are going to start virtually in March the 3rd, 630 on Wednesday nights. Okay. And are there multiple groups? Or is, I mean, obviously we talked about guys and ladies. Mm-hmm. Are there groups within those 
We don't have that Sections. many people that we've had to do that. I okay. mean, we've had three leaders in our group. And so we're a little, we're, we're really um, full on staff, which is great, you know, which is- Bring it on. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We're great. So, you know, they say not to have maybe more than eight in a group, but um, we've had like 10 to 12 women, but, you know, sometimes we don't have that many. Yeah. But um, more like- Five or six. Mm -hmm. But that's a good number. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. We I mean, if it grows, that's mm -hmm. that's great because the more people get ministered mm -hmm. to. And so 13 sessions that'll go through June 4th. And and that you can also find it on the FBC website. So fbcva.life slash divorce care will take you there. And then that's how you can register. But you can also contact the church office, mm -hmm. um, find Pastor John Avery, who's in charge of family life. Um Marcy Baber is the other one who works with the logistics and the administrative side of things for this. Call, email, and, and you guys are the leaders. So if you're a woman, you get a chance to interact with Lois and Sarah. And Gary. And Gary. And on the men's side, John Avery. And, and again, I just want to encourage anybody watching and listening that this is something that even though it might be not a highly publicized ministry, it's very valuable. And, and, and it speaks to real life, what people are really going through. Like you mentioned, sitting in the pews, people are contemplating this, they're going through it, they've had been through it. And how can each of you leaders and anybody else who's in the group point one another to Christ? And I, I've heard lots of great themes, relationships, relational discipleship come through, encouragement, the love and the grace, and then the the trust that we all need to have in Christ. And that is that rings true to any ministry, but to this one specifically. Um, I'll give you guys one last kind of comment before we wrap this up. Is there any final thoughts, things that you really wanted to touch on before we wrap up and close this out? I have a couple. Go for it. So um, from my personal experience of being here at Fellowship Bible Church, I just want to say that one thing that, it, that attracted me to this church was I felt, and Sarah and I were talking about this last night, I felt that as an outsider at that time coming in, I thought everything that I saw that this body did, they did well to God's glory. I, I was so impressed by mm. that. And so, you know, we want to be God honoring in this ministry as well. Um, the other thing is we would like to um, put out there for prayer. Uh, we have a lady that's coming. Now we're going to be virtual. And so when we're virtual, um, we're going to start out that way, but depends on what happens with COVID, mm -hmm. you know, uh, she has three children mm. and it would be so great for them to get into divorce care for kids. And it's just a wonderful ministry where they can talk about things without mom and dad there. And yeah. how are you feeling and what's on with you? So we would love to have a couple of leaders that people that would be interested in doing that part of the ministry would be awesome. Mm. Um, and it's not exactly the same topics as the, the adults do, but it's for that. So we would really cherish prayer for that. And if someone feels like they would like to do that, I'm sure they could contact John and Marcy yeah. and, and all like that. So I would cherish the prayers for that. But just that people would pray for this ministry and the people that God's preparing their hearts to, you know, come to this ministry and uh, for us as leaders to just be, speak God's truth into their lives. It's great. And to encourage each other mm -hmm. while going through that. Sarah, any thoughts on your end? Um, just because we're women doesn't mean, I mean, I really want to encourage the men to mm. be a part of the men's group because I think, you know, it's a safe place. It's pretty cool. Yeah. I, I mean, they go through the same lessons. We don't interact really at all. 
But um, I do pray for that men's group because I think they especially have often don't hear men reaching out. Women, you know, we take a lot for granted. We really have our friendships. We're kind of social beings anyway. So um, I would like to see more men who we know are, are out there. Yeah. I mean, if a woman's divorced, there's a man that's getting divorced yeah. too. <laughs> don't bottle it up. Yeah. Don't, and you don't know, think and that you're it, bigger it, than this. this. Is, although we use Christ as the foundation, it is a Christian ministry. My goodness. Um, tell your coworkers because that doesn't, you know. That's a great we've, point. We've had people um, and we know people that aren't aren't believers or are very limited in their their knowledge of the Lord. And it's not meant to be like a, a preachy sort of thing. It's yeah. just our guideline. We always tell people, if you're offended at walking into a church, then you're right. You're probably not going to like this because we do pray. We do talk about God. We do. That's, that's our foundation of where that comes in. But yeah. Well, thank you ladies for sharing, for being authentic here. And, but even beyond that, again, for your, your leadership in this, I love how God orchestrated all of this mm -hmm. over these last couple of years to bring us to this point. And I love your final thought, Sarah, also, of if you're watching and listening and you're not going through divorce, but you might know somebody, mm -hmm. what a great opportunity to be a witness to them and say, Hey, let me walk through this with you. And I've got something here for you that might be able to, to benefit you through this and it will point them to Christ. So, that's exciting. And I'm excited to hear maybe in a year from now, what God is going to do this coming year with, with you guys and with this ministry. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks for watching and listening and go, continue to go to the show notes, share your thoughts, share your feedback with us, fbcva.life slash podcast. And again, for the ministry itself, fbcva.life slash divorce care. And you can register, go to the website right now. I'm looking even at it right now. And again, March 3rd through June 4th is this next session, 6.30 to 8 o'clock on those Zoom meetings. So until we meet again, uh, let's let Christ be the focus of our lives each and every day. 